Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Trap Game Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Chris Smith. How's it going, everybody? In case you guys are just listening, we did just put out our preview pick for the wild card round for our spread picks and all that fun stuff. In case you're listening to this first, again, I have to say congratulations to my guy, Chris, getting married, the big, taking the big leap. That jump. Yeah. I got some news too, but we'll get into that (laughs) at a later date. Um, Yeah, man, 2021, the season is over, and I kind of wanted to get into our preview from like one of our very first shows that we did. We went over the AFC win totals. We went over the NFC win totals. So I want to preview that. I want to review that. I want to get back into it, see where we were right, see where we were dead wrong, because there's a few of them on both sides there, and kind of just see where the year went. And uh, I think it'll be a fun show. So we will just get right into it. We're going to start with the NFC. Um, I'll start with the NFC least, because uh, there's just not a lot to say about that division. First of all, the Philadelphia Eagles, their total at the beginning of the year was nine and a half. The over-under um, there, I took the over. Chris was on the under, so right away, Chris chalks up a win. Ba-boom! <laughs> um, they suck. They were horrible. I mean, 4-11-1, I, I, so much of it has to just do with how Carson Wentz played this year. Just the worst waste of money. I I mean ever. Yeah. I I was so high on him at the beginning of the year. And the dude has just not made any progress. He's gotten worse. He's He's definitely gonna be a backup. Oh, for sure. But I've been seeing some things like he might go to the Colts and like be the starter out there if uh Phillip Rivers retires. So there's some teams that still believe in him, but I don't know after watching them this year. No. I mean, they get Jalen Hurts. Do you believe in him? Like, do you think he has the potential to be an NFL starting quarterback? I think he's better because he's better on the run. Mm -hmm. And it gives them more options in their playbook versus, yeah, Carson Wentz was really good running his first year. And then he got that injury. Then he got another injury. And now I feel like he doesn't run the ball as much, so it doesn't create those plays. Um, do I think he's going to be their franchise quarterback? Probably not. He'll probably be the starter for the next like two years, see right. how he does. And who knows? He, he could just come out and be super great, but I can see they'll be looking for a quarterback soon. So you're telling me you don't think it'll be Nate Sudfeld, who Jalen Hurts got benched for this weekend? Uh, you know, he did look really terrible in that fourth quarter um so no so no. in short order no, no. and it's funny because he was actual backup but he was injured through week 10 mm-hmm. so he hasn't been playing so they were all high on this guy and oh let's get him some game reps and well what a game to choose the game reps in i, I heard know? someone i heard someone say they compared it to like someone's senior year because <laughs> like doug peterson's excuse for putting him in the game is like Oh, uh, like we just felt that he deserved some reps. He's been here for four years. He's deserved some reps. And someone said, like, yeah, like 
that sounded like a high school coach putting in a senior that never plays. Right. And I was like, if that isn't the most accurate description as to what they did. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a dumpster fire over there. Carson Wentz, apparently, like the whole, like they're saying he's a shitty locker room presence now. Him and Doug Peterson have a bad relationship. So I'm definitely interested to see. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better there. Definitely. Unless, I mean, unless Jalen Hurts turns out to be the next big thing. Right. Um, coming in third, that division, the Dallas Cowgirls, their win total was 10. You and I, I mean, let's give ourselves some credit. We were all over this. We were, we crushed it. Six and 10. I mean, you kind of feel bad because they lose Dak Prescott. If they don't, don't lose Dak Prescott, like they are, obviously win the division i think yeah i but i mean even with them they're like they were still losing games well so it's still hard to say their offense was better with him but they still have the worst defense in the league so who knows how much better i mean ezekiel elliott all the money you pay him and basically it was tony pollard that was getting all the carries you know what i mean zeke had like six fumbles so he was horrible yeah it wasn't a good year for them um Again, we were all over it. We know they suck. We know it's the cowgirls, so we had the under. Um, there's just not much more to say about that, honestly. They're Do just... you think they win the division next year if Dak comes back healthy? This this was his contract year, right? They were going to sign him or something? Yeah, but Jerry Jones like literally just said, and I don't know why you put this out there as an owner, he said that Dak has all the leverage. <laughs> he put that out publicly. That Dak has all the leverage in negotiation for the contract talks. Like, why do you say that? Right, right. What an idiot. You're the one paying this guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? You want to pay him as least as possible to keep him. If Dak wanted $40 million before, he's going to want $50 million now. Right. He's going to be like, well, look what happens when I go down with an injury. We are absolutely god-awful. Right. But then again, on the same note, you see how bad they are. Yeah. Like, they have holes all over the place. Their de- offensive line is getting older, where where that was their bread and butter for a long time. Mm-hmm. They got wasted money in Zeke if he can't figure it out. Their defense is, like we said, just god-awful. Do if you you're waste Jerry, that money? Right. Do you if waste you're Jerry money? Jones, do you give this guy $50 million? Right. Or do you fill out the entire team? Right. If I'm him, I trade... Oh well, you can't. I like I franchise Dak and I trade him. I trade him to another team, get a top pick, go get that kid from like BYU or something. Right. Like then they can turn some things around. Not with a team that went six and ten. You just do not give a quarterback fifty million dollars. No, you just don't do it. Um, I think they'll be better next year. I hate to admit that, but I think Jerry Jones smartens up. Maybe. Unless he gives Dak forty million, then we're just going to see them six and ten, seven and nine, eight and eight every year. Did every you see the play call? How how do you feel about McCarthy? Did you see that play call where that guy dropped the ball and they and then they go ahead and kick the game winning field goal and it was actually a drop ball and he didn't throw the challenge flag. I didn't see that. That was at the end of the game. Who did they play this week? They played the they played the Giants. The Giants. That's right. The Giants are driving late in the game. It's tie game. And they are on, they're like third and seven or third and ten. Throw a pass. I can't remember who the receiver was. 
catches it, everyone thinks it's a catch, and you're like, oh, this is game. Well, the camera shows he used the floor to secure the ball, mm-hmm. so basically the ball hit the ground, and they didn't throw the challenge flag. That turns out they go down, they kick, they kick the field goal, and now they're up <laughs> four points. Right. So now they need a touchdown versus if they would have overturned that ball, they would have just needed a field goal to win the game, and the Cowboys would be in the playoffs. Now, was it called? It was called a catch on the field. And then the obvious replay showed it hit the ground and like he used the ground to secure the ball and McCarthy didn't throw the challenge. Maybe that's another thing. It's like maybe Jerry Jones was in his ear and is like, hey, we need picks. <laughs> we need, yeah, like we need a better draft pick. Do not challenge this right, play. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? We won't go far in the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, like um, then we're getting into the New York Giants who we talked about a little bit in our previous show. Um, the Giants win total was six and a half. I had the over. Chris had the under. Missed it by a half a point. Got it by the hook. Let's go. So Chris was pretty much all over the NFC here or NFC East, which I mean, I think you're about the only person. I mean, I just doubted them to a win. Yeah, they're not going to win. You're right. Um, what? Where do you go with the Giants? Do you build on what they have? Or do you like... Because I don't think they move on from Daniel Jones anytime soon. No. They have a lot of... They still have Saquon. Saquon. But I don't... I mean, when even when we went into it at the beginning, the beginning of the year, I didn't think he made that much of a difference either way. Right. With him going down with that injury, he's going to come back from a second major uh, injury this early on in his career for a running back. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. So I, I don't see, I mean, they'll, they'll obviously run with him for a while, but if he gets another injury, yeah, I mean, you got to move on. I think mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see them getting better. Honestly, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Just so you because- think they rebuild again? They, they barely built in the first place. Yeah. I mean, I guess it all revolves around if you think Daniel Jones is going to take that next step. I think they're looking at it from the injury perspective right now that their team was pretty battered. And if they can get through a full season with not, you know, that many injuries, major injuries, and who knows if they're a 500 team or above that, they'll yeah. probably stick with him. Because, I mean, if you look at it, they didn't have the worst defense no. in the world. I mean, their their offense was god-awful. They had the least amount of points scored in the entire NFC at 280 points, a minus 77-point differential. I mean, if you pick up that de- or the offense, I mean, they're, they could be a pretty decent team. And I mean, but you got to keep the base of the defense, obviously. Right. And Daniel Jones is just a pick... And a fumble waiting to happen every Fumbleitis. time. Fumbleitis. Dude, I mean, I was, there was a game, it was the Giants versus the Eagles. I remember this looking at it, and there's a prop that said, Will Carson Wentz throw an interception? Will Daniel Jones throw an interception? Both minus 150, minus 180. Both happened in the first quarter <laughs> of the game. I was like, that's like finding money on the floor. What Dude, do you imagine mean? being so bad that you're minus 180 to throw an interception? To throw an, and to, for it to happen so fast, like... Oh, 
That's crazy. Yeah, it's not looking good for them. Going on to the NFC East winners, the Washington Washingtons. What a turnaround for these guys. It was all Alex Smith, man. Well, him and Ron Rivera. Like The job that Ron Rivera did with this team cannot be undersold. I think he deserves coach of the year. I mean, if it's not the, the dude from the Browns, dude, taking this team to seven and nine with how many different quarterbacks you had to use, they went from Dwayne Haskins to Kyle Allen to Alex Smith, back to Alec, back to Dwayne Haskins, then to Alex Smith in the last game mm-hmm. to, to clinch a playoff berth. This team is coming off a racist name change. Um all the all the stuff going on with Dan Snyder apparently like all the all that crazy stuff that was coming out this year. And they're in the playoffs. Right. And they look good. Mm-hmm. And I love them t- going forward. I mean, if Alex Smith can stay healthy these next few years and they draft a real quarterback, not a Dwayne Haskins kind of guy, right. this team can be dangerous in the next few years. Right. And we'll actually have a name to call them. Which would be nice. They're probably going to end up just being the Washington, Washington. I mean, the Washington football team, I mean. It's terrible. The culture is there already. Right. They're winning kind of seven to nine, but, you know, they're they're the playoff team out of that division. They're there. Um, We both went over on their five and a half win total. So, I think you swept the East. Clean sweep on the NFC East. Let's go. Um, <laughs> we and will. I think I purely gave that. I said, if Alex Smith starts, I, I, I remember saying this, that they would win over that. Yeah. I think we were both yeah, uh, yeah on that that same train. But, yeah, four for four Let's on the go. NFC East. That's the only winning record to come out of the NFC East this year is Chris's preseason win total picks. Um we will move on to the NFC North coming in dead last. The Detroit Lions, the win total was seven. We were both on the over, on the over of the seven. Um, I mean, this is a team, you know, 5-11. Matt Stafford's not getting any younger. Can't Being stay healthy. I, I don't think uh, – <laughs> I don't think – Stafford is going to be the quarterback of the Lions next year. No, definitely not. I definitely think they move on. They try try to trade him. I don't even think he'll get a, a first or a second round pick anymore. No way. Honestly. So I think they, they move on from him. Who's their backup? Chase Daniel. Yeah. Chase Daniel. He doesn't look good either. But they have a high pick. They'll, they'll probably take quarterback in the draft and – You'll probably see – I could see the Lions signing Stafford to like a prove-it kind of deal yeah. for next year, like a one-year deal, bring in a kid right. to, to learn and, and kind of sit under him. But, yeah, I mean, this is just what the Lions do every year, and we deserve to lose that one for even believing in the Lions. Yeah. We really do. I mean – it's all like flash. It's all just a show right. with them. Like every year, oh, the Lions defense is so good with Matt Stafford under center. They always throw for this and that and blah and blah and blah, but they're always 5 and 11, 6 and 10. Like they're never good. They're never good. And I don't think it's going to happen for a while. Like Matt Patricia is not a good coach. He got fired. 
Didn't they fire him? I didn't see that he got fired I'm officially. Pretty sure they fired him. I they fired him like a couple weeks ago. Did they? See, that's how much I look. Lions head coach tracker. Oh, okay. Yeah, they fired him like yeah, a couple okay. weeks so, ago. See, so that's how much I really paid attention <laughs> to the Lions. Um, we'll move on to the Minnesota Vikings. The over under was nine. I was on the over. You said that they were going to push. So we both lose on this one. I promise I did not do this bad for everything. That uh, We're just starting off horribly for me. Um, it was nine? It was nine. Damn. At the beginning, beginning of the year, yeah. So close. So close, yeah. Like, they had potential. Like, they showed so many times throughout the year that they wanted to be good. Right. But could never get over that hump. Like, they trade for uh, Ngakwe from the Jaguars and then flip them the same year. Um, the only good thing I would say that came out of the Viking season was that Justin Jefferson is an absolute stud. Yeah, rookie of the year, definitely. You think he's going to win it? Yeah. Over Justin Herbert? It's just so hard because, like... Quarterback is going to win. Yeah, I guess so. And he looks so... Like, Justin Herbert looks like the truth. Yeah, he looks pretty good. So, I mean... Yeah, it's just like, but it's just like without Justin Jefferson, like <laughs> I give I give the Vikings five wins, four wins maybe. I mean, he was their go-to guy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. You think a rookie receiver was worth three wins to the Vikings this year? Is the numbers he put up? Yes. I mean. He had great numbers. I will give you that, but I don't think of any receiver ever is worth three wins. I mean, right, maybe they'll like, give it to Justin Herbert, Sherbert. I mean, who knows? He, who Justin knows? Jefferson could win. Right. I mean, he he did have a great year. I, I'm I'm not disputing that fact, but like, that's that's like saying like. You're putting him into the conversation with like Calvin Johnson and like Antonio Brown when he was like, <coughs> but just for this year. Steelers. I mean, if you saw the the protect the production drop off of Rudolph of Thielen, you know of all their their premier receivers. Well, Thielen was also hurt a lot. He he had to miss a couple weeks due to COVID too. So, and Rudolph has never been like. A Travis Kelsey, Jason right. Kittle kind of guy. He's always like he's always been okay. Like he's worth five, maybe six touchdowns. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's never been like a focal point. I would say of their offense. Um, are the Vikings in a rebuild? Do you think? Are they going to have to start? I think they're going to have to start. Kirk Cousins is getting older. You know, their run game is there. Yeah, but. That's I think that's that it. I think that's why maybe Justin Jefferson was so good because mm-hmm. everybody's game planning super for, hyper focused on Dalvin Cook right so it just leaves wide open backfield right um, the Chicago Bears who went eight and eight their win total was eight so we both got a push. Which is insane considering the fact that they started 5-0. and Right. Um, the Bears are a playoff team. They needed a, a little help from 
the Arizona fucking Cardinals. <laughs> um, <laughs> who is their starting quarterback moving forward? I think they're going to go with Trubisky. The they're, they're back to Trubisky now. I, they will be looking for a quarterback soon. Okay. But they tried the Foles thing. Foles came in, did it, won them like what? One, two games. Uh-huh. Won them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and then just look god awful. And then Trubisky comes back. And actually, he's been doing pretty well. This he's been putting up like video game. I numbers. know. Like the back end of the season, he's looked nice. So I think if. If they can do, who do they play? They play, who do they play in the playoffs? They play the Saints. Saints. Yeah, well, he's done. I <laughs> uh, uh, like if they yeah, can beat he, this team. And I'm right. like, Wait, who do they play? Oh, they play the Saints. Well, that's a tie. If he looks good against the Saints and keeps them close, I think they stick with him as a starter next year, and then the following year look for another quarterback. If he's, if they don't have another eight and eight year or make right. the playoffs again, right? And I mean. Like their defense was phenomenal, and they're probably the only reason they were eight and eight even. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like I was, I was a big believer in Mitch coming into the year, and like he kind of rewarded me for that <laughs> by like by like coming in the last three games and playing so well. Um. But yeah, that that's such a weird one. Because like I, I would love to ask a Bears fan right. like where their head head is at like are you they're so they're so hot and cold with this guy yeah because like I follow like I have Bears fans on Twitter and stuff yeah. and they're so like ah eh, fuck Mitch Nick Foles is the guy and then Mitch comes back in has those three gate games oh this is the Mitch that we drafted we love this guy this Mitch is, over Mahomes yeah like Mitch over Mahomes like Watson who's that like right. like come on now. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. I, I think they get bounced in the first round. And what a tough draw to have to go into New Orleans and play the Saints. Um, but the division winner of the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers at 13-3. and three. Man, I had such a rough start to the <laughs> NFC. Their win total was nine. I took them to go under. What an idiot. And you had them to go over. Um I mean, Aaron Rodgers, MVP. I told you he's got a chip on his shoulder. I remember saying this, that they they draft that quarterback. Aaron Rodgers goes off this year. I mean, just bananas. I I mean, I'm not surprised in the slightest that they have this kind of year. Um, I mean, yeah, like Devontae Adams, a monster. Aaron Jones had another good year. Now they're tight end. What's his name? Um, oh, uh, shoot! What is his name? Um, it's an interesting name too. It starts with like a D, right? Shoot! Yeah, look that up. But um, while he's looking that up, <clears throat> the only thing I think that's going to be holding the Packers back is Aaron Rodgers, and not in his playing ability. But just he gets – oh, it's uh, Robert Tunyon. 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 That's what it is. Um, Aaron Rodgers gets so cocky, and it bites him in the ass all the time. That Bucks game where he runs in the oh, touchdown. Dude, and he- I I don't like the Bucks be- just because of Tom Brady and because I, I don't like that hype train that they have. 
But when he did that and they absolutely wiped the floor with him after that, I could not have been happier. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, you're an NFL quarterback, dude. Like, don't like that's disrespectful. Right. Like that's disrespectful. Like dance, have fun. But when you're doing shit like that, you're just like, you're being an asshole. And he kind of is like that. Um, right. He did that keen, the keen peel, peel yeah, little hip thrust. One, yeah. two, uh, and then ended up losing what, like forty-five to ten or something. Just terrible. But uh, that was the first bad game by him. I had him. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna win this, Aaron Rodgers. And then he puts up like three points. Yeah, I'm like three. Yeah, points. it was rough. How many years do you think Aaron Rodgers has left? Is the real question. How old is he? Thirty-eight. 37, 38, right around there. I think, I mean, how could you not keep him? I think he plays till at least 40 if he stays on this track. Yeah, but the Colts did the same thing to Peyton Manning. And Peyton was still highly, highly... I mean, I guess, like, the Packers don't have Andrew Luck to fall back on. Right. So... Neither do the Colts. He retired. Well, I mean, yeah, but they weren't <laughs> expecting that. Poor Colts. I still feel bad for them about that. But good for Andrew Luck for getting out when he wanted to. Um, I mean, yeah, you draft this, this love kid, but it's like when they did this with Alex Smith and Mahomes, like Alex Smith would win you games, but then would just falter. You know, there was never like, oh, we're behind. We're going to Alex Smith will bring this out of this. Like, no. It would have been different, though, if Alex Smith was having an MVP season. Every year. At, his, at Aaron Rodgers' age. Every year he was in the in the talk, but he's never that, that wow, that big arm, that, that yeah. crazy play. So he's a game manager exactly. before anything else. So I think that's kind of why they moved on from him. But it's like, how do you, you have that in Aaron Rodgers? Until he shows you otherwise, you just stick with it. Right. You know, it sucks to use his pick on Jordan Love. Maybe they trade him away. Maybe he's just going to be groomed for three years and come out like Aaron Rodgers did under Brett Favre. I mean, he's not showing any signs of slowing down. So, right. I, I mean, they had the number one offense in the NFC. So, yeah, I mean, how, how do you go away from him? You can't. Um, going on to the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, the total was seven and a half. I finally got one right here. I had the under at the seven and a half. You had the over. It's just another thing. It's like the Falcons are just, they're the Falcons. Right. You know, they're never going to get out of their own way. You know, they fired Dan Quinn early. Then they started to actually look kind of good. Right. But then they started to go back to the Falcons. Blowing the amount, leads. dude, the amount of blown leads that the Falcons have over the last, like, what, four years is insane. Mm-hmm. I, like someone showed like the amount of times where they had like a 99.9% chance to win on the ESPN. Yeah. Like when you watch that and then they lose just straight out. It's actually funny to watch that. So I was in New York when they were playing Tampa Bay and I had like a hundred dollar five team or all the big favorites. Right. Tampa Bay's one. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like they're getting blown out. I'm like, just God damn it. And then here comes Tom Brady. 28 to 7, the same 28 to 7, then the Super Bowl comes back and wins. I'm like, if that's not like a sign. I think the more accurate thing to say there is here come the Falcons. <laughs> not even Tom Brady. Right. Because they, they just do it to themselves. It doesn't matter who they're playing. 
Um, I heard there, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones could be traded. They're being chopped around. That's yeah. what their owner said. Yeah. Um, I mean, who would want Matt Ryan at this point, though? I mean, you could take him to Philly. You could take him to if 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 Philip Rivers retires. Um, who See, else? See, the team that I think could use him is a team like the Rams. Like the teams, Rams. the teams that is built to win now. Yeah, that has the team in place already. I mean, you got Robert Woods there. You got Cam Akers. Um, you have Cooper Cup. That would be a decent fit, I think. Um, maybe a team like the Niners. I mean, if you're not completely bought, bought in on on Garoppolo, um, a team like the Raiders. So okay, there are some teams that could definitely definitely take them. A, t- a team like the Broncos, right? You know, John Elway loves to take those like older guys that can come in and, and just play right away. Well, now he's not even going to be the GM. He's going to hire a new GM, but he's still going to be the owner. Or, well, he's yeah. he's going to be the president. The president. But from what I was reading, he still has like the final say mm. and like all that stuff. So like, it's not he's not the GM, right. but he's the GM. Um, <coughs> But yeah, I mean, the Falcons are they're going to turn into the next Browns or the Jets for the next couple of years until they can find that new guy. Um that's not much more to say on them. Um the Carolina Panthers finishing in third, 5 and 11. Five and a half was the total. We are both on the under there. We both got it by that hook. <laughs> um what a weird team! What a weird team! Because they're so much better than they them. are so much better than five and eleven. And I get it, Christian McCaffrey went out, but I mean, how much did he really help when he was in? Like a lot. Don't get me wrong, but they still weren't like okay. This is that team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but they are so their defense is so much better than what it what it is. You know, them lo- losing the Saints in the last game bad. I mean, it just. Just put a weird taste in my mouth about them. There's not one running back in the league minus minus Derrick Henry that completely changes the game. Even Christian McCaffrey. Right. I, like he's good. And obviously he makes your team better. But at the end of the day, it's like the way they play their game, you can have another running back in there and still be successful. And they showed that. Like right. they played some really, really good games and they were in a lot of games. I would really – I don't have the number in front of me, but I would definitely be interested to see what their win-loss record is in one-score games. Yeah. Because they were in a lot of them. Derrick Henry, you take him out of the Titans' offense and it's over. It's over. You know what I mean? So um, Caroline is definitely interesting because I don't think that they need to rebuild. Because um, like pieces. Robbie Anderson, right. that was a great pickup for them. Too like they have pieces there to be successful. They just need to press the right buttons this next like year or two, mm-hmm. and they can be contenders. They don't press those right those right buttons. We're gonna see them stick at around five and eleven, four and twelve. They're they're gonna be a middling team. They're never gonna be the worst team, but they're not gonna improve. And I think that they have the the pieces there to do that. How do you feel about Teddy Bridgewater? You think he'll be there for a little bit? I think so. I, I think he's proven um, that he can be successful in that offense. Um, he needs 
he needs that X factor that he doesn't really seem to have. Um, he needs to develop something in his game to, to really put a team on his back and like win a game when he needs to. Um, but yeah, I believe in, I, I believe if they get the right pieces around him, I think that they can win with Bridgewater for sure. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and five in the playoffs. The win total was nine and a half. We are both on the under. This is one of those teams where we were both wrong. I will admit mm-hmm. they definitely showed up. There was times where they did definitely look like they were going to go under that nine and a half. Um, but they figured it out. Uh, they did have an embarrassment of riches on the offensive side of the ball showing, you know, they had 492 points. I think they were only behind the Buccaneers as far as scoring goes this year. And their defense showed out for the most part, um, a plus 137 uh, point differential. That is nuts. Yeah. 137. Um, I just, I can't see them going far in the playoffs. I just don't see it. I mean, if you guys listen to our pick show, you'll, you'll know where my head's at there. Um, going into next year is, is Tom there again? Does he, does he play till he's 46? Like he says he wants to. What is he going to be, like 43, 44 almost? I think so. So he might make it there. It's so funny because they're like guys that played with him back in like the early 2000s are now like coaches. Right. Or like just old. I've seen a picture. It was like one guy's 43 and starting in the NFL. The other is 28 and now assistant coach or whatever. And the dude who looks 28 is just like you would think is 60. And Tom Brady's 43 and it's like what kind of – potion is he drinking you know like this guy's nuts he's a robot it's insane now do you think it was the tom brady and and the patriots or it was you know because bill belichick didn't have a good year this year yeah they didn't have any any weapons anything cam newton looked terrible for how competitive the patriots were in a lot of those games with how much they were missing i still think I, I don't want to say it's one person or the other either way because they both they just both complemented each other so freaking well and I mean I would still say it's the Bill Belichick side of things if I had to because like I said like this guy had nothing mm-hmm. if it was any other coach they would have gone like two and fourteen this mm-hmm. year you know what I mean and if you look at that roster freaking Tom Brady had this year. There's a lot of people that are going to succeed with the roster he had this year. And they still struggled in a lot of games. And and they know. did. You know, they, they won their last four. But I I still don't think they're as good as, as uh, everyone thinks they are. I think they're going to flame out in the playoffs. If you're Tampa Bay, do you want a 44-year-old quarterback to come back? If you have another option, like say like Ryan Tannehill gets on the free agent market. Mm-hmm. Do you ride with Tom Brady? He's going to cost you $35 million, or do you go with a guy like Tannehill that can actually probably be pretty successful in that offense? 
don't know. I think I think most people are going to be like, well, it's it's still Tom Brady, and this year he showed he can still move the ball down the field. He still has doesn't look like much zip has you know coming off his yeah. throws. So again, I think it's like the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's like you just I think ride with them until they show you they're not who they are, and then you go, okay, you know, it was fun. Thanks. Right. We're we're thinking about the future now. I mean, the whole the whole, you the whole fact of them trading away Jameis Winston proves that they're going to stick with him another a year at least. It's not just one. Oh and yeah, they what, signed him two years, right? Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, but you, I still would have kept Jameis. Sit back behind Tom Brady, learn some shit. Yeah. And then okay, we're done with Tom Brady. Well, we have Jameis Winston that now has been groomed behind Tom Brady. Who's even their backup? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Um, and then we'll go on to our divi- division winner, the Nolan Saints, twelve and four, the second overall seed. The Saints, ten and a half on the win total. We both hit the over there. Um, I mean, there's not much to say. They came into the year with high expectations. Um, even when Drew Brees went down, Taysom Hill came in. Did a lot better job than I thought he was going to do, but I also think, you know, Sean Payton, amazing head coach. Are you surprised that they put in Taysen over Jameis? Now, after seeing it, are you still think it was a good choice, or you think Jameis could have came in? And Yeah, I know he had a lot of rushing touchdowns. Uh, Jason Hill, I think he had two. Two, I think. Yeah. He rushed him in himself. Um, but, I mean, do you think, like, you know, you got this other quarterback who was a starter – and you picked a, a gadget tight end right. quarterback. I don't think it would have been much different. No, I, I think they would have won with both of them. That's just how equipped they are. They're they're so deep all over the place. And I mean, Taysom Hill has been in the offense for how many years now? Right. And he was a quarterback in high school or in college. So it wasn't like this is like. Oh, this guy has never thrown passes before. Like the like, Denver Broncos. Yeah, like something in. like something like that. So it doesn't surprise me that they went with Taysom Hill. I am surprised at how against it seemed like they were against using Jameis. Right. Because like everything, they oh, we don't have packages for him. Like everything is Taysom and that's it. I was like, okay, seems interesting. But right. hey, it worked out for him. Um do you think this is Drew Brees' last year? I think so. I think after that eight broken ribs, they don't make it this year. He's already like even they've already offered him. I think CBS or Fox yeah. has offered him, you know, broadcasting. And I think he's old enough to now where he's like, all right, you know, I've given him my best shot. Like this is his last year. I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. But then do you go into next year with Taysom Hill? As your full-time starter? I think they might. I mean, why bring in Jameis at that point? Then? As a security, as a, you know, as as a cheap pickup to just in case Taysom goes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's a mobile quarterback. We've seen mobile quarterbacks get hurt running the ball, and then the, he goes down, and then you're like, you don't want to put in, you know, some guy from Wake Forest, or, right. you know, you don't want to put in some – you want to put in a starter. True. True. Um – Going on to the NFC West, the San Francisco 49ers at 6-10. and 10. Um, The win total was 10. We both nailed that. 
Um, I feel bad for them. I mean, they had to deal with probably the most injuries out of any team. Uh, Jimmy G doesn't seem to be their guy anymore. Uh, I mean, George Kittle is still a monster. Their defense is still there. They're probably going to lose their defensive coordinator to a head coaching job. I mean, they they showed the Cardinals what was up in Week 16. Right. Really a huge blow to the Cardinals' playoff chances there. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say about the Niners. They just had a bad down year because of injuries. Yeah. Thank the Giants for that. The Giants, um, they, play, they played on that turf or whatever that like yep. a bunch of people get injured on. I mean, this year they were the Arizona 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> um, rolling into Arizona, this will be a fun one. Arizona finished eight and eight. Their win total was seven and a half. I was on the over, you were on the under. It is so hard. To be happy that they went over their win total. Because <laughs> I, I was telling you earlier, if you would have told me that Arizona was going to go 8-8, eight and eight, have a chance to be in the playoffs this year, at the beginning of the season, I'm like, oh, that's a great year. Right. Started 6-3. and three. They were super inconsistent all year. The defense, like, I were probably like, 80 per, like teams are probably 80% converting on third down against the Cardinals. Like they're a horrible third down team. Their defense wanted to look good sometimes and looked horrible other times. I don't. Is Kyler the answer? I don't like him. He's so short. And you've seen this year how many balls got batted? At down. least two or three a game. You know, he, he was good for two or three a game. And it's. it's I, I still want to believe in him. I, I still do think that Kyler can be extremely successful in the NFL. The only thing, I, like, I'm so scared that he's going to be a flash in the pan. You know what I mean? Cliff Kingsbury is not a good coach at all. He's so bad. <laughs> he's so bad. There's so many times in the game where I'm like, what are you doing? They lose at least one or two timeouts a game because this asshole's not paying attention. How do you do that as a fucking head coach? How are you not paying attention to what's going on in the field? How do you lose timeouts Ugh. against the Rams this last week? They had to burn two timeouts in the second half on offense when they're already down by nine points. Who does that? No one else besides the Cardinals. God damn it. I'm, I'm almost happy they didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, it did. Saved you the heartache. Saved me the heartache. Got us a better draft pick. I mean... Because then you guys would have played the Saints, right? We would have played the Saints. Yeah, it would have been a rough game. Yeah, we would have gotten absolutely <laughs> rolled. It would a rough game. Rolled. But the only thing is like... I'm super sad. Larry Fitzgerald's probably gone. Yeah. I don't know why he would want to come back. Um, Patrick Peterson's way past his prime. It's like this team, it's kind of like the Panthers. They have the pieces in place to get better, to really, really contend in these next couple years if Kyler K 
can improve even a little bit and stay healthy, which is huge. And Kingsbury needs to get his fucking head out of his ass. They're so close. They're so close. And it was such a disappointing way to end the year. They just needed to win one game against the Niners or the Rams. CJ Beathard and John Walford. We lost to both of them. CJ Beathard was one and nine as a starting quarterback in the NFL going into that game against the Cardinals. Two and nine. <sighs> That's rough. I mean, is there anything you would like to add to no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> I think you've covered all the bases. God damn it. It still makes me so upset. So what, so what uh, you're 16th in the draft order, you said? 16. 16. Um, the Los Angeles Rams, 10 and 6 on the year. Their win total was 8.5. We both were on the under, so they both surprised us a little bit. Um, I think that their defense is just that good. Yeah. Not just a defense. Their offense did a lot better than I thought they were going to do. Jared Goff had games where he looked like that 2018 Jared Goff. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, I'm not surprised that it went over the way they played this year. I definitely thought they were going to be a dumpster fire like they were last year. Right. The Super Bowl slump. You know? So... You know, hats off to them that you, all the money they've spent is at least showed that it it can last right. a couple of years. Yeah, versus- I mean, and they've lost so many of those pieces that were on that team were like that was so expensive. Like, right, Sue's gone, Akeem Talib is gone. Um, they kept Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Gurley's gone. So I, I credit where credit is due. Like this could have completely fallen apart on them. Yeah, completely. But ten and six. Um, it's going to be difficult in the playoffs for him if Jared Goff can't. It's it's so hard because like I want to say they're better off without him, but it's also John Walford. So it's like who do they have a better chance with? Right. You know what I mean? Um, it's going to be interesting going on because like, do they stick with Goff? Do they do they absolutely go with him? Just because they paid him the money? Or is it like, hey, we know what you're capable of and we could do more at this position? You know what I mean? So um, they're in the playoffs. Seattle, the division winner at 12 and 4. Their win total was 9.5. We both hit the over on that. Um, is Seattle as good as their 12-4 and four record? No. I don't think so. There's definitely a couple games in there they should have lost. Yeah. And their suspect defense made like one good play. Mm-hmm. Or, or two. I mean, their defense is, is bad. And... Honestly, I I think they might struggle in in the postseason. Russell Wilson hasn't looked good as of late, like I was telling you earlier. Um, I mean, Cam Newton actually dives in the end zone. They're eleven. They're eleven and five. You know what I mean? In that last play of the game, there was a couple games where they got lucked out on the other team making mistakes, right? And them not, you know, and them actually 
cashing in on it. Was their defense really as bad as they looked? Because, I mean, they started horribly. I mean, they did. But if you look here, like, they let up 371 points. Arizona was only behind them by four points. They had a better year than the Niners on defense. Um, they had a better year than the Falcons. They had a better year than the Panthers, than the Vikings, than the Lions. Only one point more than the Bears, who were, you know, everyone touts as having this great defense. So, I like, are they as bad as we want to think they are? Or was it just like that beginning of the year that gave them that stink? And like it just never, for whatever reason, they never could get away from that stigma of being just that bad of a defense. I don't know. I have no idea. I honestly, I don't like it. I never, every time I would bet on the Seahawks, I would always like, okay, are their defense going to allow this team to actually keep it competitive in games where they should have blown them out? So I'm still not a fan of their defense. Um, I think their offense probably got them out of a lot of the situations. And they ran the ball pretty well this year for having COVID, for having injuries. I, I I think they did very well at controlling the clock and keeping the ball in mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's hands. So I'm looking at their schedule right now. When they lost to the Bills, 44-34. to 34. Here's what they gave up on defense since then. 23 to the Rams, not terrible. 21 to the Cardinals, not bad. 17 to the Eagles. 17 to the Giants. 3 to the Jets. 15 to Washington. 9 to the Rams. 23 to the Niners. So I think think their defense is actually not bad. Like, looking at it now, I I think it's just a... uh, a thing where they started out so terribly that they just couldn't get the stink off of them. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing that kind of makes me want to change my pick. Cause I took, <laughs> I took the Rams in our pick show, but like because for that reason, I was like, Oh, their defense is bad. They're not gonna be able to keep up. <clears throat> but looking at that, their defense is actually playing pretty well. And if they can put that together and, and their offense can roll like they have been pretty much all year. The Seahawks are going to be pretty dangerous. Who did I take? I took the Rams too, I thought. Yeah, we yeah. both were on the Rams. Shit! <laughs> Shit! Yeah. Did I just talk us both out right. of the Rams there? Uh, we're going to put this show up first. Yeah. And then <laughs> you'll hear about it. Right. Um, but okay, yeah, that's the NFC. Um, we'll get into the AFC here. We're going to go over the AFC a little bit quicker here. Um First of all, starting with the New York Jumbo Jetlags, 2-14. and 14. Their win total was 6.5. We were both on the under there. I mean, the writing was on the wall how bad they were going to be. They should have been 0-16. Should have. They should have. For their own good, they should have been 0-16. But uh, now they're in a position where they might even keep Sam Darnold. Right. You know what I mean? I, I honestly though like the kid's only 23 years old. Yeah. You have a horrible horrible roster around this kid. Why don't you build around him? You know what I mean? Like 
if you if they draft Justin Fields, which is like kind of the feeling that everyone has right now, the same thing is going to happen. Right. He has nobody to throw to. He has no one to protect them. He's going to get absolutely annihilated next year. And it's the same thing with like all these quarterbacks, like all the quarterbacks that have been to the Browns, all the quarterbacks that have gone to the Bengals. Like they might not be bad quarterbacks. They're just put in horrible situations. And they always, and that's one of the thing I don't like about the NFL and these teams. They always just look at the quarterback right away. And like you said, you put a quarterback in this shitty situation, they're not going to thrive in it. The Browns tried that quarterback, 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 and then they go, all right, well, let's kind of sit back and draft other pieces and go out and get other pieces and then draft this quarterback. You know, and eventually they figured it out because, you know, now they're in the playoffs and they got a decent roster Uh and a decent quarterback that, you know, could – Push them farther. And we're not saying that quarterback isn't important because obviously it's the most important position in the fucking league. All right. But when you look like at a team like the Jets, they have a building block. Like Sam Darnold actually could be okay. Yeah. And they should build around him. Now, if it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, you need Trevor Lawrence. Right. Because they, I mean, Gardner Minshew is just not ever going to be that guy. Right. It was the same thing, you know, like when the Chiefs, they had Alex Smith. Were they winning all the time? No, not necessarily, but they were building to become that team. Yeah. They were drafting around, and then they could finally get Patrick Mahomes, and look what they built. You build from the outside in, and that's how you become successful. Like Cincinnati, you had to have taken Joe Burrow in that spot. I don't necessarily think the Jets have to take Justin Fields. I think they should take that uh, Penne Sewell kid from Oregon. Then you have him and Mackay Becton. Those guys will give him all the time in the world to throw. And mm-hmm. then get a couple guys in free agency, build a team. They have the most cap space. Like The Jets could be better next year. I don't think it's going to be like a Washington turnaround or anything like that. Right. But I, I don't think going after Justin Fields necessarily helps them next year, honestly. Um, the New England Patriots, 7-9. and nine. The win total was 9.5. We both had the under there. That was another easy one for us. Yep. I, I, I remember that you and I were pretty uh, pretty hard on, on the under on that one. Um, well, the under on the, to- the total was minus 160. So... What what do the Patriots do? Because they like they went and pretended to compete, and it didn't help them. Because now they have a middle of the order draft pick. You know, like you can't, you're not going to get a quarterback in that range that's going to be a franchise changer. They have a ton of holes. Like, what do you do if you're the Patriots? I think definitely this draft is going to be centered around the offense for them. Right. Because their defense is still somewhat there. They still have, you know, Gilmore. And yeah. they had seven defensive players opt out this year right. due to COVID. Right. So if they come back next year, like, their defense is still there. And they were in games. Like, they were – they were their offense is literally what let them down. Cam Newton can't throw a ball. Um, they have no wide receivers. They're running back by committee just didn't work with Sonny Michelle. Then you would get Rex Burkhead, and then you'd get the 
hot dog guy next. Like, <laughs> who knows? Um, and, and Bill Belichick is a master at finding these these guys in late rounds that are actually really good and will thrive in his system. So I wouldn't be surprised if they use their pick to go get like a top wide receiver or they a top need it. or a top running back just to lay some pressure off the quarterback position. And then who knows how if that kid from BYU is he is he going to the NFL draft? I mean, he falls late. He could be someone they're looking at. You know what I mean? See, but I've even seen him going ahead of Justin Fields in really? some mock drafts. Like people are super high on that kid. Um, well, then there's Trask from Florida, yeah. who's pretty decent. That's true, too. Step in and Yeah, well, okay, so, so you're right. They, they could probably find a guy like in the middle. Yeah. In the middle there. Um, because, yeah, Cam Newton's not coming back. No. You think Cam Newton plays in the NFL next year? He already said he doesn't want to be a backup. And unless He's not going to start anywhere. I think he will start. Someone will pick him up if they get injured. If they have, if their starter goes down to injuries, so you think he'll like sit out? Yeah, like he won't be on a roster to begin the year, but yeah. like someone will pick him up. Yeah, I think if the situation like presents itself, like who knows if Teddy Bridgewater goes back down, right? And they're like, oh shit, well, I mean, we got we can get Cam back, you know? Like who knows? Yeah, it's definitely interesting to see what's going to happen in New England. Um, and I'm so happy we were right on this one. It's just been so nice to watch <laughs> the Patriots struggle for once. Just for once. Like, next year they'll probably go, like, 13-3 and three again right. and, and be back to being the Patriots. But it is so nice to watch the playoffs without these guys in it. It really is. Um, we'll move on to one of the biggest surprises for me. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, which kind of sucks, they were 10-6. and six. The Dolphins, um, their over-under was 6. We were both on the under here. Um, I think there was just so many questions going into it. They were, they were like Jets level the year before. Draft Tua. We don't think Tua is going to play. Um, Fitzpatrick was having a good year. Their their year was so ass backwards, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, not t- teams don't go. They're not winning and then switch a quarterback. Right. Which is what the Dolphins did. And then put them in against like a team. They, I think they played the Saints. Or yeah. They played, they played, no, they played the Rams, remember? Mm-hmm. And the only reason they won that game was because well, their defense. Yes. Yeah, they had like three pick sixes, yeah. you know, like. So it definitely wasn't Tua. But I think that's what I, I guarantee if they lose that game because of the offense, Fitzpatrick starts the rest of the year. <laughs> Like, Which he should have. Should have. And it was so weird because every time they were down, they would take Tua out and go, we're putting in a guy we know can come in and win. Then why wouldn't you just have that guy the it whole game? no sense. Literally. Like for how, how much people talk up Brian Flores is like how good of a coach he is. He made like, I- I'm sorry, like that's not a good thing to do is to keep switching up your quarterback. He made it look like a college team where like they're bringing in Fitzpatrick for certain scenarios and him. And I'm like, no, like this isn't how it works. No. You know? And if anything, you flip that. Right. Fitzpatrick should have been your, your constant guy. And you throw Tua in to run, to, to do something weird. Right. Tua's to a show. Like, I don't think Tua's is going to work out in the NFL. Unfortunately, he just does not look like, you know, you look at the receivers he had 
at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy. Right. Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddell. Like, these, all these guys, there's one more, and I can't remember for whatever reason. I, he, he's just, like, slipping my mind right now. But he had four receivers on that team that are all going to be first-round picks. Right. Devontae Smith just won the Heisman, the Heisman this year. The first to do it for, like, the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that to a... Now, the Dolphins do have the third or fourth pick. Yeah, because they... Because they, they switched with the with Texans. Texans. Yeah, so they can still... Do they pick a quarterback? No. I think they stick with two. They might go get him, Devontae Smith. I don't know, man. I, I think the chemistry is there. If, 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 so Lawrence is going first, and who knows if the Jets are going to get a quarterback or the offensive line guy. They're not going to go over a wide receiver in the first round. Devontae Smith falls to three. He'll definitely fall to three. You know what I mean? There, you already have that Alabama connection. They've already thrown each other to know each other. He comes in, and they they got a good team in in Miami. Their defense is great. They they are. So they do have two picks though. So I'm I'm just saying like you can get a good receiver still where they're at in the draft. What do you think? You go do you go get a offensive line guy to I, protect two of them more? No, I would take a quarterback. Yeah. It's, it's the same. It was the same thing that the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen. You have a better option there. They gave Josh Rosen a chance, but Josh Rosen was terrible. He is terrible, like, but terrible. I don't think two is that much better. That's true, but it's still because look, year. if you if you were to put Josh Rosen in that Alabama system, oh my God, the numbers that kid would add. He would have been the number one overall pick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I think that kid from BYU is in play. Um, this Trey Lance kid from North Dakota State that everyone loves. Yeah, I think he's in play. Honestly, I if they don't take a quarterback here, I think they just trade back and get more. Yeah, someone will yeah. also trade up. I mean, it's like Fitzpatrick's not getting any younger. Like, they need another quarterback. Even if they do stick with Tua, it could be like a Robert Griffin, Kirk Cousins kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you push each other with – I think Tua eventually losing out the job because right. I just don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, the Buffalo Bills, the over-under was nine wins. We were both on the over there. Pretty easy one. I like the Buffalo Bills. I, they're my sleeper pick for the Super Bowl, I think, if uh, they can get past the Chiefs somehow. Um, but, man, what a what a year for Josh Allen right. in particular. Right. I remember like going into it. How like down everyone was on him. Oh, he can't throw. He can't do this. He can't do that. Well, he took the Bills to a thirteen and three season, and they look like they can't be stopped right now. It's the Stephon Diggs factor, and he's Which got is that. Huge. And I mean, it's weird to say like him and Cole Beasley were like that connection. Hey, yeah, Cole Beasley had a sneaky good. I don't remember how many times I'm sitting there because I had Diggs on my fantasy, and I'm like, throw to Diggs, and just kept going to Beasley. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, Stephon Diggs leads the, the league in in, recep- in, uh, in reception yards, and Josh Allen's, you know, top five, top six MVP candidates. So, You I, think I, he's that low? Top five? I mean, if Russell Wilson doesn't I have— I say top three. I, 
top four, maybe. I think he, I think he's in the four. Because if Russell Wilson doesn't have that ass end of a year, the end of it he had, it was Russ, Mahomes, and and Rodgers. And then people, I guess, yeah, I guess, and following that, you would throw in him. I go Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Mahomes, then Russ. If it was me. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning of the year, Allen wasn't as, spectac- as spectacular was as he was that second half of the season. Yeah. The second half of the season really put him on the map. But you got to remember, they were dealing with all that COVID stuff, too. So, I mean, they put up five over 500 points, number one in the AFC. Their defense, 375 points. Like, they are a complete team. They're going to be fun to watch. Um, they obviously need to get past round one, but I really, really, really want to see them play the Chiefs. <laughs> that will be such a fun game. <clears throat> and, I mean, I, this is the Bills' division to win for the next, like, at least five years. Yeah. Like, I don't see anyone coming close. Like, maybe the Dolphins, if they figure it out. But, yeah, the Bills have set them up, set themselves up nicely. Going on to the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals over under five and a half wins. I was on the over. You were on the under. Chalk one up. Let's go. This is a lucky one. This is a lucky one for you. Uh, Joe Burrow's in there. They get to six wins, I think. Ugh, I don't know. Even with him, they were struggling, man. Like, their defense isn't that good. Like, they started playing well in the back end of the year. Two yeah. of these wins are the last three weeks. No, absolutely. Absolutely, you're right. I mean, Ryan Finley goes and beats the Steelers. Like, Dude, so I'm a, I had the Steelers minus 14. And... On my plane, you could watch the game. You right. could connect to Wi-Fi, and they're playing the game. So I'm watching the whole game, and I'm just like, I'm like, all right, well, you know what? If the Bengals, if the Steelers don't cover, the Steelers don't get to win. I'm like, I was halfway through the flight. I'm rooting for the Bengals. Like, you better win this motherfucking game. But as soon as the game was ending, I was flying into Las Vegas, and I was getting signal, and I just started – Texan Trevor, Texan Geo. <laughs> like, how about them Bengals? Like, yeah. And you know what sucks? They lost me money. I had a $50 four-team parlay. Everything else hit except for the Steelers. But it's like, even when you have money on games like that, it's like you want the the underdog to win. Right. You know, especially since, like, we both hate the Steelers so much. You know, like, that, that was just such a fun game to watch and, and just see – I would love to have like watched that game with Steelers fans. Oh, the panic uh, that would have been in their faces after that game, and like the realization, be like maybe we were not as good as we three been straight, three straight. Yeah, and like to lose the third one to the Bengals of all teams was just like the icing on the cake. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll get to the Steelers um, now. I think this was like, for whatever reason, the team I backed the most all year. I don't know why. I'm not a fan. I have no dog in this fight. Like, I don't even watch their games. But the Cleveland Browns, 11-5 and five on the year. Their win total was 8.5. I was on the over. You were on the under. This is another team I'm going to take a victory lap on. 
because I was getting so much shit from everyone for backing them like I did. First time they'd been in the playoffs in like the last 20 something years. Baker came through. Unfortunately, I think it's going to come to an end pretty quickly because they're dealing with all this COVID shit. But hey, you know what? Good for the Browns, man. Good for the Browns. Good for their fans. Good for me for backing them and staying true to these guys. <laughs> I think you back them more than you back your own team. Well, yeah, because they're a better team than my team. <laughs> That's not hard to do when the Cardinals are as inconsistent as they are. And that's not true. I don't think I picked against the Cardinals one time this year, which I definitely should have. But I was just clouded. I, like the the weeks that we weren't doing our shows, it was like everyone is always like, "Oh, the Cardinals going to win this week. The Cardinals going to win this week." And I'm always like, "Look, <laughs> oh, that's, I always have to start with look. We well, should win, right? But I would not bet on them." Because they're just so they play down to their competition, and they they just can't ugh, they can't get out of their own way. But anyway, Cleveland eleven five the over. I loved it. Such a fun year for them. I'm upset about that one because <laughs> I was I was that guy the past two years as the Browns are getting all these pieces, and I'm like the Browns. Are the Browns, they won't make the playoffs. I was right last year. You know, Baker came in and was like, oh, we're going, we're going. I said, you're not. You're going home. And I was right. I'm like that fucking not the bandwagon guy. This year I stayed true to it, and they proved me wrong. They did decent. But I was was with you last year. Like when they were getting all that hype, I was like, I don't think they're going to be as good as everyone thinks they are. Right. For whatever reason, just felt different this year. All right. No, I was right. Go Browns. Go Brownies. I hope you guys win the Super Bowl. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the Baltimore Ravens, 11-5. and five. Their win total was 11.5. We were both on the under there. We both got it. Um, by point five. Yeah, let's go. By, by the hook. It's so crazy that the sports books get this like that. That's like three or four now. They're insane. The hook. They're insane. Show how many like people are gonna win. Yep. Now we were talking about this in our pick show. Are the Ravens a good team? Because we were looking over their last few weeks, and yeah, they like they beat the crap out of some teams. But for the last few years, they beat the shit out of good or bad teams, and they lose to good teams. Are the Ravens an actual good team, or they is it smoke and mirrors? I think they have good players. Yes, but they can't figure out a way to win if they're losing. That's so true. Lamar Jackson yep. down is terrible. Yep. Lamar Jackson up. He can do whatever he wants. He's not worried about, like, I got to get this play done so we can win this game. It's yeah. more like, all right, this play doesn't work. We're still winning. Yeah, if you force Lamar Jackson to throw, he's a completely different player. Yeah. And I don't think it'll ever get any better or worse. Right. I think they're just going to kind of – they're there. always going to do that. They're always going to beat the crap out of bad teams. And – 
they'll just never have enough to get over that hump. Like, I'm not saying I think the kid is going to go just straight defeated in his playoff career. Like, he'll win eventually, but I don't think it's this year. No. I mean, the games that they played against tough teams, they were in them. I mean, the Titans game went to overtime, and Derrick Henry just breaks off for a 40-yard run in the end zone and ends it. The Steelers game, Lamar Jackson fumbles the ball on the two-yard line and still had a chance. But again, they were down. So it was like, can they find a way to win when they're down? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, you just sit back on him. He's going to air Merrill a ball and an interception. Right. Um, The Pittsburgh Steelers, the over-under was nine. I took the under. You had the over you hit the over, I hit the under. I mean, they hit the over before they even lost a game. So, victory lap for me. Okay. Yep. I'll okay. give you this one. I'll give you I this was one. backing the Steelers. Now, I will recant that a little bit. Because as the season went on, I learned they are frauds in every way, shape, or form. And yes, they won. And yes, but again, it was off of other people's errors. They won these close games, and they played bad teams, and they played bad to bad teams. I think the only teams they really blew out was the Bengals once, and that's it. Every other game was a nail-biter, sweater, and they relied on their defense. So as much as, yes, I backed the Steelers this year, and I hate the Steelers— I don't like them, and I think they're gonna. They might lose this game. The, you know, the first game they play. So you definitely get to victory lap the yeah. first, the first twelve games. Yeah, yeah. Then I get to victory lap the half, the back end of the season. You know what? But I am <laughs> gonna say I bet against the Steelers on every game they lost, which is smart. And I even bet against them on the Colts, and the Colts just shit the bed in the second half, and they were at like twenty-seven to seven, but. Yes, I bet against them. Oh, no, I did bet on them on the Bengals. I bet against them with the Bills, and I bet against them with the Washington Washingtons. I did take the bang, or the Steelers against the Bengals, but, you know, it is what it is. We were – right, yeah, I think that was our last show, wasn't it? What? Uh, when they the lost to the Bills? Washingtons. To the Washingtons. No, it might have been the Bills. The week before. Yeah. might have been the Bills, yeah. Yeah, ever since then, I'm telling you, man, like, I would I would just love to be in a room with Steelers fans after that Bengals game. That would have been such a fun game to watch with hardcore Steelers fans, bro. Oh my goodness. Um I, I think they're lucking out in the first round of the playoffs this week. Um now kind of like the Aaron Rodgers angle, Ben Roethlisberger, like, has he been great? No. But has he taken your team to a 12-4 and four record? Yes. You're the Steelers. Do you start to – do you move on next year if you have the opportunity to get a good quarterback? I think yes, because simply the fact it wasn't all Ben. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. I mean, they lead the league in points on defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were Their defense was tearing up people. And that, like I said – the Steelers weren't blowing out people, so it just shows their offense wasn't really doing that much. Their defense was just doing way more, and that could be a credit to not having a run game. So they all have they just pass all the time. 
And Big Ben is not mobile. In no. this day and age, not anymore. you need to be able to move outside the pocket or you're just going to take sacks. And it just showed even what, there was no mobility. He would just stand there and wait to be pummeled and hope to throw the ball off because he knows he's not running. Everybody else knows he's not running. So I, you remember like in his prime, you could not sack him. No, he did a big monster he and he could, could still be move. taken down. Um, okay, so I mean, I, I I think if he wants to come back, the Steelers will bring him back. Yeah, I mean, out of respect and out of, like, yes, they had a good year still. But come next year, their defense doesn't show up as much, and Big yeah. Ben isn't doing as much. True that. Um, moving on to the AFC South. Ugh. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The number one the are number on the clock. One overall pick. The winner of the, the Trevor Lawrence sweepstake winners. How, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, do you feel good about going there over the Jets if you're him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like you know, didn't they get rid of their co- coach too? Yep. And you know they let go of Leonard Fournette. Yeah, their their coach, like, I felt bad for their coach just because like. Going into the year, you knew that the Jaguars were tanking. Like, no one is winning with that roster. You could have Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, um, uh, who was the old coach for the Steelers before Mike Tomlin? Bill Cower? I think so. Bill Cower. um, You could have Stefanski. You could have the top coaches to ever play the game or coach the game. They still would not have been good with this roster. Right, like, been a four and twelve team. Oh, it would have been horrible. Um, one and fifteen. Their their win total was four and a half. I mean, we the under hit easy. Um, yeah, I mean, how fast do you think Trevor Lawrence can help them change the culture and change the team? I guess. Do they have a lot of picks? Like, do they? I don't know I know. If they have a lot of picks, but I mean. I mean, you have to build. You have an all right receiver with two receivers with Chris Conley and DJ Chark. Yeah, you know, but that's it. They're no, their running back's pretty nice. Oh, the guy that stepped in for Fournette. Yeah, he had a great year actually. So, so I mean, hopefully, I think I think you go O line, <coughs> protect your franchise quarterback. You know. If the O-line can hold and he can throw the ball or, you know, he is a mobile quarterback. He can run. Yeah. So, if – it's just hard to say because they're missing a lot of pieces, you know, defense and offense. And it's one draft. It's one free agency. It's like how much can you – you could try and do with the Dolphins and just go all out like they did last year. Go get all your defense and a couple key offensive players and hope for the best. Well, I don't think – luckily for them, they don't have to – ball out like that this year just because like Trevor Lawrence alone if fans are allowed back into the stadium Trevor Lawrence alone is going to put butts in the seats right you know if you're a Jaguars fan like you could go into the year with the expectation like they're probably going to be like the Bengals like they're they're not going to be much better but the building block will be there and you're going to go just to watch him right there's like Bengals fans probably went to watch Joe Burrow this year when he was playing um but yeah i mean i if he's as good as everyone says he's gonna be the jaguars are gonna be the next chiefs 
Yeah, we know about all that. We have a lot more pieces that Mahomes came into. Well, yeah, but then, but like, if Trevor Lawrence turns out to be as good as everyone thinks he is, right? That is now you do not have to waste time getting another quarterback. Right now, you can really start building that team. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. I mean, I, I'm excited to see what he does in the NFL. He, he looked like a good prospect his freshman year, and, you know, now we get to see, you know, what he really uh, turns to. The Houston Texans, 4-12, and 12, the win total 7.5. We both hit on the under there. So is Deshaun Watson as good as everyone thinks he is? I think so. Do you? I, don't, I don't think he's like MVP caliber, caliber, but they also had a rough year. I mean, you lose your coach, you lose D Hop, you lose Fuller. You know, you don't really have a running. You have who? Who's the running back? Car, or David Johnson. David Johnson, who hasn't had a good year since that one year in yeah. Arizona. I mean. You have some key defensive players, but really, and and the thing that sucks is they're in a lot of games. I mean, there's a lot of games where I'm like, oh, they're gonna blow now. Next thing you know, it's like a field goal game, and the they had a lot uh, rough two games. I think against the Colts, both games or the Titans, where their team fumbled the ball on the three, four, or five yard line t- that were gonna have the go ahead touchdown right. late. Yeah. So they could easily be a seven and nine team. But I think after that injury, he doesn't show like he slowed much from tearing his ACL last year. Do I think he's going to be an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes or a Tom Brady? No, I don't think so. (coughs) My my thing is, he if he was as good as everyone makes him out to be, he would win those one score games. Like well, the one the one of them, he was the one that fumbled the ball. That's what I'm know? saying. Like he he's a reason that they've lost some games. You yeah. know, like as he he uh, he won one playoff game in his career so far. Then I don't want to say it was his fault per se, but they're up what twenty one nothing on the Chiefs and twenty four nothing twenty four nothing and absolutely got boat <coughs> raced. Yeah, got blown out actually. So it's like good quarterbacks just don't let that happen. Right. And, I mean, them losing Bill O'Brien, I think, helped them yeah. more than hurt them. He was the worst coach in the NFL. Do you think he wants – do you think he would want to leave? No. If they don't, like, show that they're, like, trying to get better and, and win, like, next year? I don't think so. I think – J.J. Watt wants to leave. Yeah, I mean, he just – tired of losing being such a good player i think he'll stick around especially if he wants to get eric b as their coach oc for the chiefs and him and you know i think it'd be a good fit for them i think they go out and get a top tier receiver to fill that spot now fuller will come back from his suspension yeah. you know get a couple more pieces on the offensive line and i think that they definitely have a 500 season next year if they can fill those spots. Okay. Uh, but I don't think that gets it done in the South. I don't think they, they stay away from Watson unless he wants to leave. And I, I think he's 
proven that he wants to stay there and he says he wants to stay there like the culture so i think like you said it's that building block they'll build around him as much as possible and who knows maybe trade away jj watt get a bunch of picks and help you know what i mean man but you're not getting much for jj anymore yeah but there's still you some might get a second round like you might get like a second like a sixth round you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like but still arizona picks. did you hear that <laughs> Arizona God. put him in the middle. People Woo. were saying he could go to the Steelers to play with his brother. God. That would be crazy. But he wouldn't even start, I don't think. I think he Steelers. would. I think he would. You cannot not start him. You he, can. He's good enough right now on a defensive on on that Texan defense, he still shows out. He still makes great plays. And I so okay, n- I'm not saying he's not good enough to start on the defense, because he obviously is, but I don't think you would want him to start anymore. He might he might be like a third down bat, a third down, like someone that. to come yeah. in to really like, all right, we need someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, moving on from the Texans, though, we'll get on to the Colts, 11-5. and five. The Colts' win total was nine. We were both on the under. We were both not believers in the Colts this year. I didn't believe in Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I don't. I think we are both kind of on that train. Um, but hey, he had a good year. There's not much more to say to it than that. He started off exactly how we thought he yeah, would. Yeah, he did. He threw a bunch of picks. He lost some games. I mean, Jacksonville's the only, only loss to the only win was for the Jaguars this year. So I think that, like in the beginning, I'm like, oh, I was right. Here's the Phillip Rivers. But then he really like settled in. They got the run game going. And, you know, he didn't throw as many picks. It's not crazy, like, well, not crazy, but the Colts were definitely a team that were really, really good at times. And you're like, oh, man, like, these guys are the truth. Right. And other times, like, okay, maybe these guys are kind of shitty. Right. Now, going into the playoffs, which side of the fence are we leaning on there? Are they more of the, these guys can be really good? Are we leaning on... These guys aren't going to get past the first round. Well, they have a fun game. They, I mean, they're playing the Titans in the first week. They're playing the Bills. The Bills. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, and it's a fun game. Well, and that's just going to be the the, the the test. You know, it sucks. You're going up against what people say is a rival of the Chiefs in the AFC now. Yeah. And, I mean, I think their defense is good enough to hold the Bills and – I, I'm on the good side of the fence. I think they're good enough to be in the playoffs and actually make a run if if everything their cards fall right. right. You right. know, I don't think they're they don't belong there. I think they definitely do belong there. And and it's funny that they needed the Dolphins to lose to get them in, but that's football. That's how good the AFC was this year, right? Look at every like literally looking at the AFC and like everybody's in double digits except for the AFC West. You know, like. And then you look at the NFC and everybody's just like five, 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 six, seven. Crazy. Yeah, it was horrible. Was a, like the Cardinals wouldn't even have sniffed the playoffs in the AFC this year. They would have gone into week like 15, not even having a chance. Right. Um, going on to the division winners, the Tennessee Titans. The Titans' win total was eight and a half. I was on the over. You were on the under. Now, 
the Titans to me are a team that if they get hot, they can beat anybody. Right. Like if Derrick Henry like just starts moving those legs, man, no one is stopping him. Right. And then you got Tannehill. Like Tannehill needs to throw for like two hundred yards. If they if they can do that, if Henry can run for a hundred, Tannehill can throw for around two hundred. They're gonna win a lot of games in the playoffs. They are a scary, scary team to me. Um, their defense is a little bit inconsistent, but if they, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, like defenses for whatever reason, just take it up a notch. Like right. they find another level right. that they weren't able to find in the in the regular season. Right. Um, <clears throat> but that's the, but that's the thing, like you said, with the Derrick Henry thing, it's all around him. Yep. And the games that he does not produce in, they lose. Yep. Or they, you know, it comes real close. So the Chiefs last year, we were the worst against the run. Played the Titans in the playoffs, held him to 60 yards. Yep. Beat him. You know, the Steelers held the Titans, uh, Derrick Henry, to less than 100 yards. So it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, you, you, everybody knows you're game planning for him. But at the end of the day, it's not like, oh, they're going to game plan for Henry, so we're going to do this, this, and this. Like, no, like, he's your guy. Yeah, he has to be the yeah, focal has point of everything. So, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like they do have the multi-dimensions, but they're really centered around him. Um, do you think – do you think they stick with Tannehill? Or do you think they, like, they want to get – that extra push somehow like say say he leaves and then they trade for matt ryan do you think that makes them a better team no i think at this point i think tanner hill is better than matt ryan and i think at this point there's no options available especially they're not going to get a high draft pick right like you they have to stick with tanner then they just sign him too did they give him a big extension i thought so yeah they did him before Henry. Henry. So I think at this point, there's not many options better to go from. Now, like Russell Wilson was a free agent or, right. you know, something like that. Then, yeah, of course. But they don't. They can't draft a quarterback, and they're not going to get a one on the free agency. So he's definitely going to be there for another year or two. Do you think they get better from this 11-5, and five, or do you think they're going to stay like they're a 9-10-11 win team? Like, do you think that they can – I think they're always. I think, be like, for nine. some reason, like this is like the peak of what they can be. Right. Right. Like, like they'll always get into the playoffs. Yeah. But like, how far would they go? Like, you know I mean? think they're a Super Bowl contending team. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if right. they just got hot and won one. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised like if they run into the Chiefs every time and lose by twenty eight points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and they were a team that. Almost, they could have not made the playoffs if they like. I think a lot needed to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they, but yeah, I mean, going I, from winning to the division, think almost the, not making it. If the Colts would have won, yeah. If the Colts would have won and and the Dolphins would have won, I think they would have been out. They would have been yeah, out. You're right. That's crazy to think. All right. Um, moving on to the AFC West, you're saving your team for. For the very last, the Denver Broncos, 5-11. and 11. 
The Broncos win total was seven and a half. I had the under. You had the over for the Broncos here. I was just never a believer in Drew Locke, and I think that's what it boiled down to, honestly. I thought he would do better. I wasn't like, oh, this guy's great or anything, but I definitely thought, you know, they went out and got, uh, what's the guy from Alabama? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. I just, I thought, they, they got Jerry Judy, they got Melvin Gordon. I thought their offense would be better. Their defense was still a good enough defense. Good enough, yeah. And Strew Lock is just bad. He's so bad. They're just bad. They're coaching. I mean, everything they've done this year just looks so bad, and it, they definitely need to draft a quarterback. 100%. Like, they definitely need to because they have pieces. So definitely if they can put somebody back there that's good enough, They'll, they won't, you know, make a run in division, but they'll definitely be like an 800 team. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this is where Matt Stafford ends up, or, uh, or Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, or, Matt or, Stafford. or both of them, honestly. either one of them, one of these, those guys is a hundred percent, a hundred percent ending up in Denver, and they're gonna take a quarterback high, yeah, because that's, I mean, you got John Elway back there, him more than anyone knows how important a quarterback is, um. Yeah, like I'm definitely interested to see what they do. They have like this is another team. Like they have the building blocks there. Right. You know what I mean? Like they have a good offense. You get Corlin Sutton back next year. Um you see that stuff with Von Miller? Mm-hmm. So like, all right, so I was watching this thing on the bar stool about it that they're like alleged because well, like the texts one screen one one number is like Oh, the email is from like a Outlook Express. Like it's a weird email. Mm-hmm. People like people are like nobody uses that. Like it's like a weird email. Well, and then it's like a BDL, maybe. And then well, the screenshots ones in light mode, ones in dark mode. Like who switches in between? Like it's just I don't know. It's weird that they, they were talking about. It's allegedly he said it's not real. Like you know and. Like, so just for it's like me screenshotting my text and then going, all right, these next screenshots, let me go to the light mode and screenshot it now. You're right, and yeah. like it's just I don't know. What Who knows? what you if you guys aren't aware, Von Miller is like being supposedly he got put on blast by his ex girlfriend. Yeah. And that he like cheated on her, Wait. then went and got another girl pregnant and, and he was like a like, complete asshole about it. Um it's definitely interested to see what comes out of that. If it's real, if it's not, but if it's like if it's as, if it's his ex girlfriend, like I mean, it's an ex, but but he like he like wished she had a miscarriage. Yeah, like yeah, I, that was bad. I think that's where everybody was like, whoa, because yeah. like most people in like toxic relationships are gonna be like. That was it. Where is the good stuff? But I think when he dropped that, like, or whoever dropped that, was kind of like, okay, you know, because there's definitely people in relationships that are like, that's that's Tuesday. That's a normal. That's a normal day. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think it just depends on what side you're looking at. But at the end of the day, it's ex girlfriend. Doesn't matter what he did. I think the point that it went overboard was just the miscarriage. Yeah, and there, there's going to be so many. People who are like just like with the baby Yoda thing when he ate the egg, oh and, yeah, and and cancel culture came up and was like, oh my god, what about all making women? fun of genocide? Right, and like people with like you know these women have miscarriages <laughs> and da da da, and we're like, yo, like 
It's a fucking. It's a made up thing. Like he ate some frog egg. (laughs) Yeah, it's a talking. It's a talking frog. Relax. Right. Not even just like. Did you have eggs this morning? Did you? You know what I mean? Like it's the same. We eat eggs all the time. Like it's just uh, the world. (laughs) Um, We'll move on to the Chargers seven and nine. The over under for the Chargers. Was eight. We were both on the under there. The Chargers had a sneaky good season. It honestly, the record doesn't show how good of a season they had. Yeah, because they lost a lot of close games. They lost a lot of close games, and I think the biggest thing that they could get out of it is that Justin Herbert is the real deal. Right. You know, like I watch these guys, and one of them, he's like a huge Chargers fan. His name is Jeff Feinberg. Super cool, cool show. Um, it's on the Mayo Media Network on YouTube if you guys ever want to go watch that. Um, he he is saying that aside from the Super Bowl winner, you won't be able to find another team that had it as successful as the year as the Chargers did. And at first glance, you're like, okay, that kind of sounds crazy. But then he like starts explaining. He's like, well, we knew we weren't going to have a good year anyway. Justin Herbert's the real deal, so now we can build around that. And we had a bad enough year that Anthony Lynn is going to be fired, who was an absolutely horrible coach, that now that they can get a real coach in there. I'm like, okay, you know what? That actually makes sense. Now, is it the second best year after the Super Bowl winner? Probably not. But I was like, yeah, I mean, objectively speaking, the Chargers have a team to build around. And they have, you know... Unless he turns out to be, you know, an RG3 or a Mitch Trubisky who had a good first year and a shitty second year, the Chargers look like they could be a really good team in the next few years. I'm so glad they got rid of that coach. Anthony Lynn. He's terrible. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why they didn't get rid of him sooner. Yeah, they have all the pieces there. They have defense, the Joey Bosa, um, who's their other good pass rush guy? Cut down so I bad. can't think of it either. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, they have wide receivers, they have running backs, they have everything. And yeah, the kid looks good. I mean, and he stepped in and played against Tom Brady and, and, you know, had them on their heels for a little bit in yeah, that the game. the Chiefs and, on their heels. Right. Like, so... They definitely have an upside. They'll definitely be a playoff contender next year if they can go out and get like some few more pieces and a, a good head coach. And they stay healthy. Right. Like they haven't had Derwin James for the last two years, who was like an all pro safety his first year. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what the Chargers do over the next few years. Um Moving on to our hometown team, the Las Vegas Raiders, eight and eight. Their win total was seven and a half. I had the under, you had the over. So again, that half point in your favor. It was seven and a half. Seven and a half. Let's go. <laughs> um, what? Again, like they kind of had a year that the Cardinals had. Like, the same exact kind of year. They started out so well. Everyone was super excited. I think if you would have told the Raiders fans at the beginning of the year that they were going to beat the Chiefs, come down to the wire with the Chiefs 
at their second game and be in contention for the playoffs late in the season, they'd be pretty happy. But then the way the season ended, you know, just like, just again, like super disappointing. Right. Um, Derek Carr is not the answer. No. Marcus Mariota is not the answer. It might be a step up. I think they should have, after that game, let Mariota finish the season because he gave them another another angle. He can right. move. He can run. Derek Carr doesn't. He can run and throw the ball accurately when Derek Carr can't. And in that game, when they when he came in, he looked good. You know, the Chargers happened to go down and win it. You know, in overtime. But I think I honestly thought it would be a competition even before the year started yeah. that Mariota might end up playing if Derek Carr played bad. But they just stuck by Derek Carr even when he was playing bad. That's he's been there for so long, you know. Um, I think changes have to be coming. I mean, Derek Carr is not going to get you there. The defense is still horrible. Henry Ruggs, I mean, that's fast. He's fast. That's it. Um, it. Darren Waller is their best offensive player by far. Right. Josh Jacobs just got in an accident. So who knows what is going to be going on with him? He just got arrested for a DUI the other day. Um, so this is a very, very important offseason for the Raiders. You think they stick with John Gruden? I mean, was uh, yeah. it three seasons now and yeah. not looking too hot? They'll, they'll give him another year, yeah. at least. I mean, they gave the guy a 10-year deal. Like, There's no way they get rid of him yet. Um, now, if he goes like 2-14 and 14 or 3-13 and 13 next year, then yeah, I think it's time to like really consider it, but... Yeah, I mean, the Raiders are just, like, right in the middle there. Mm -hmm. They can either make – they can be aggressive and really go for it next year and try and prove, or they need to break it down and be like, hey, Derek Carr's not the guy. we got to get younger and figure it out from there because they already have a pretty young team. Mm -hmm. Just Derek Carr is going to hold them back. Right. Last but not least – your reigning Super Bowl champions, the number one overall seed, the Kansas City Chiefs, 14 and 2. 11 and a half was the total. I took over. You actually went with the under here. Yeah. Didn't even have faith in your own boys. I have faith. I just know what we do. <laughs> I just know what we do. And I was surprised. I mean, there were some games there like we should have lost. Um, I mean, I don't even count the last loss. We we didn't start yeah. anybody, so technically we're fourteen and one. I'm sure if Mahomes and the whole squad was there last game, we'd be fifteen and one for sure. That Raiders loss. I don't want to get into the refs here, but <laughs> refs definitely played a point in that one. Um, yeah, we we haven't played as well as we should have late. And I, I don't know what's what's up with that. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're going to the playoffs again. We're probably the best team, one of the best teams, us and the Packers and the Saints. And it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I don't know what else to say. And we're this is the first time we've ever been fourteen and two. So I'm like, okay, we're we're the best team in the NFL record wise. So as as good as a year they had. 
obviously 14-2 is nothing to turn your nose up at. But they did have so many games. Again, like it's the same thing from the playoffs last year. Like they went down in so many games, had to rally late, get those wins. I just don't think they can do it two years in a row in the playoffs. Who knows? I think I'm like, I'm always like, do we, do, should we just start giving teams points to start the game I so mean, we can fuck, play man. good? I know. I know. Cause it's like, we don't play good. And then we're like, oh, we're losing. Okay. Now we can play. Cause good. unless like Bill O'Brien secretly gets hired <laughs> by like every team in the AFC that you guys are playing. Like, I just don't, <laughs> they're not going to, there, there's no way that they can come up from a 24 nothing hole again. There's no way. I mean, there's, there's a way. It happened once, and then it happened again, and then well, again. But yeah, like I said, his name was Bill O'Brien. Well, no, and then it happened to the Titans. We were down 11 late, and then it happened to the, the Niners. We're down 10 late. I would love to sit down with Bill O'Brien and just see where his head was at when they were up 24 and went for that fake punt. Then that was it. The, that was like maybe besides the slant, the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl on. That was like the dumbest mind boggling. Just what were you thinking play in NFL history? He was thinking the chiefs can come back. That's what he was thinking. Like we got to just keep it. And it's so, so you pin them deep. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I love, I watch videos and highlights of that game. And it shows like their sideline, their players, like, oh yeah, all hyped and all hyped. And it's like five minutes later. Yeah. And it's like Chiefs are up four and they're all just sitting there like what just happened? What like in a blink of an eye, we were up and now we're down. I was the oh, I still remember seeing I remember seeing that and I think I was at work and I remember like Telling someone like the Texans just lost this game <laughs> and they were up 24. Yeah, I was like, they're gonna lose this game. This is the dumbest thing ever, but it was a great year, everyone. Yeah. Great, uh, you know, great season for the Chiefs, not so much for the Cardinals. Hopefully, next year, uh, we're both in the playoffs. It'd be great to have a Chiefs Cardinals Super Bowl one day, not for really anybody else but us, just us because. There's like 10 Cardinals fans in existence. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening along with us all year. And, uh, you know, we're definitely going to be recording and stuff going into, you know, kind of what we had at the beginning. We're going to be going over different topics and again and all that fun stuff. So, again, thank you guys for rocking with us. Um, thank you guys for who have been listening every week. And, um, being patient with us because I know we haven't been as consistent as we've wanted to, but we're definitely going to keep working on that, get back on track, have weekly shows for you guys, um, and keep it fun and keep it entertaining. Yep. So again, thank you guys so much. Um, we'll be back next week for um, the divisional round. Divisional round. Yep. And um, thank you guys. Have a great 2021. Thank God 2020 is over. Hopefully we're all going to be back in stadiums pretty soon watching these games, not having to watch them on TV. You guys have a great rest of your night. See you later.